You're listening to To The Spirit Podcast. Welcome to The Spirit Podcast. This is Beck. And this is Stephanie. Hi, Steph. Hey, Beck. So, let me ask you a question, Steph. Sure. We are in fall, which is my favorite time of year. Uh, from the Northeast, the whole Northeast is just beautiful this time of year. So, I have a hard-hitting question. Okay. Pumpkin spice or apple cinnamon? Yeah, I like both of those a lot, but I have a, I don't know, I've always liked pumpkin pie, the pumpkin, the whole pumpkin spice thing, so I think I would go with that for sure. You are definitely on the wrong side here, friend. Now, why would you pick the apple cinnamon? I just think pumpkin spice is just so 2014. <laughs> See, I don't even remember 2014, so that, that just crosses me out anyways, I just... I just know, actually, I went shopping at Aldi's, and I don't know if you saw this, but they sell a pumpkin spice whipped cream spray. It's amazing. It is amazing. See, I, I think I got all messed up from a pumpkin spice latte once, and I could just, I just can't. I can do pumpkin pie. I love pumpkin I could pie. do sweet potato pie. Mm-hmm. I just can't do the pumpkin spice. <laughs> You're over it now. I'm over it. <laughs> That's so, like blasphemy in upstate New York. <laughs> pumpkin spice is blasphemy? No, not liking it is a blasphemy. <laughs> oh, well, I would think upstate New York would be like cinnamon apple, team cinnamon I, apple. I, I think those are two competing flavors. I think everyone likes those both. I mean, all of the apple fests. When Thanksgiving is over with, then no one wants it anymore anyways. That's true. <laughs> that is it's true. done. <laughs> but we are in... October. Okay. And October is, as you know, some people call it Shocktober. It's a spooky time of year. It is. It's my favorite time of year. And I have a story that I would like to share. I found this wee little article on the Irish Post. Did you did you like my accent? I don't know. <laughs> okay. A little bit. I it's mean, funny. It's funny for you. I'm Irish American. I am an O'Donnell. I'm trying to get away with it, but yes. <laughs> it was uh, a little article, a little story that came out around 1705. After succumbing to a fever of some sort in 1705, Irish woman Marjorie McCall was hastily buried to prevent the spread of whatever had done her in. Marjorie was buried with a valuable ring, which her husband had been unable to remove due to swelling. This made her an even better target for body snatchers who could cash in on both the corpse and the ring. The evening after Marjorie was buried, before the soil had even settled, the grave robbers showed up and started digging. Unable to pry the ring off the finger, they decided to cut the finger off. As soon as the blood was drawn, Marjorie awoke from her coma, sat straight up, and screamed. The fate of the grave diggers remains unknown. One story says the men dropped dead on the spot, while another claims they fled and never returned to their chosen profession. Marjorie climbed out of the hole and made her way back home. Her husband, John, a doctor, was at home with the children when he heard a knock at the door. He told the children, if your mother was still alive, I'd swear that was her knock. When he opened the door to find his wife standing there, dressed in her burial clothes, blood dripping from her finger but very much alive, he dropped dead to the floor. He was buried in the plot Marjorie had vacated. Marjorie went on to remarry and have several children. When she did finally die, 
She was returned to Shankill Cemetery in Lurgan, Ireland, where her gravestone still stands. It bears the inscription, Lived Once, Buried Twice. What do you have to say about that stuff? Well, that's really fucked up. <laughs> One, her husband's a doctor. I don't know. You like, you should have known. You should have known, like, is she really dead or like, not? I, I mean, don't know. <laughs> what, didn't they do the mirror under the, the nose or something back then? And then she had more kids later. Like, what, did she have any kids? Did it say she had a yeah, family Yeah, I think before? he said he answered the door and, and he told the kids. kids. They must have had some trauma. And then dad's dead. But they had to deal with their mom's death and then she's alive. And then her, the dad's dead because of the shock. It seems like an unbelievable story. I don't know. I mean, like, could... Do you think that's true? I mean, I don't know. I mean, it came from the Irish Post, and you know everything you read on the internet is true. (laughs) That's what my mom thinks. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, I think the internet, or at least YouTube, has been the best and the worst thing for my mom. Because now my mom has a hobby. She didn't have one before. But now everybody is a pedophile because she watches the (laughs) the YouTube channel. (laughs) Every day when I come home from work, she has to tell me about what happened to Tom Hanks and why is he missing. (laughs) This show is about Randonautica. Steph and I stumbled upon Randonautica and had our little adventure with it. But before we get into that adventure, we're going to talk about some other stories we've come across. Maybe I should explain what Randonautica is first. Yes, that would be better. Okay. Randonauting is a way to turn the world around you into an adventure. Stemming from research of the Fathom Project, Randonautica was created to send a randonaut outside of their day-to-day routine by using a quantum random number generator to derive a coordinate to journey to. Early results are showing there might be more to mind-matter interaction than we once knew. The Randonauts movement is a global phenomenon. So this app can be found on iOS and Android. And for the last I read, it was probably at like 10.5 million downloads worldwide. Wow. So some of the stories have been both negative and positive. I'll start with a review. Intention found was the header. My mom and I went to the closest location with the intent of finding a $10 bill. We didn't make it to the location because it was in the middle of a field. We turned back for home. As we were walking, I spotted a yellow butterfly, which led us to a blue and black butterfly, the meaning of granted wishes and luck. Not even kidding. A foot away from that butterfly was a crumpled up wet $10 bill. I was shook. Still am. There's no way this was a coincidence. I would recommend this app, but be safe and don't go alone. So that was a review that was left on the Randonautica app. Now I dug a little more into this, and I found some good and some bad stories. But before I get into that, I did want to read a little bit of a New York Times article that was published about this. And I think that this gives some good information. What is Randonautica really about? An app that generates coordinates for adventures claims to turn your thoughts into reality. TikTok and YouTube creators want you to believe it, but you shouldn't. The app led one person to a friendly dog in the desert and another into a field of wildflowers. One young woman, after making her college decision, followed the app to a field where her school's initials had been mowed into the grass. And then there were the friends who followed the app to a suitcase full of human remains. That is the gamble one takes with Randonautica, which claims to channel users' intentions to produce nearby coordinates for exploration. Think the law of attraction meets geocaching. Randonautica makes a few asks of users. What would you like to get? 
choose your entropy source. Before prompting them to focus on your intent, while it fetches coordinates, this process relies on locations, settings, and a random number generator, which, despite what the company says, cannot be directly affected by human thoughts. Many of the places users have been sent to since Randonautica became available in February are unremarkable. Parking lots, grasslands, many bodies of water. However, interest has been driven by the spooky and often synchronistic randonauting stories that many have shared on social media. While several of them appear to be fake, others have raised some cause for concern. Creators of Randonautica say the app has evolved beyond their intentions, but what were those intentions? On social media, the most popular randonauting videos featured eerie and seemingly dangerous situations that are dramatized through editing. Some creators have capitalized on the trend by posting exaggerated or false accounts of their randonauting adventures. The 27-year-old YouTuber Josh Uzura, for instance, claimed to have been led to a crime scene. Mr. Uzura did not respond to multiple requests for comment. Miss Salcedo, I don't know if I'm saying these correctly, denounced such videos in an interview with the YouTube creator Bill's channel. In a phone interview this month, she spoke further about the proliferation of fake videos. It's so hard to manage because people are really taking creative liberties after seeing how much traction the app is getting, that fear factor, she said. Do not go randonauting. Randonauting became popular partly because of the reverse psychology. Young people approach it with a sense of foreboding. Do not go randonauting has become a popular title for videos. Several people who shared unsettling stories about the app say they have since sworn it off. Adrian Chavez, 21, was led to an ominous beach near his home in Orange County, California. A video of his journey posted on TikTok in early June has been viewed 4.5 million times. I deleted the app right after that and never used it again, Mr. Chavez said in an interview in July. The 18-year-old TikTok user who posted the viral video about finding a suitcase of human remains on a Seattle beach. At uh, Henry wrote in the comments of his video, The moment I got back home, I broke down. I still can't sleep. You wouldn't go out on a walk and say, Let me think about seeing death, in which an 18-year-old user claims she set her intentions as death and then happened upon a shooting victim. Yeah, let's see if I get stalked, Mr. Langfelder added. So, okay. Mr. Langfelder is the creator of this app, and that article is correct. There are a lot of videos on YouTube titled, Don't Go Randonauting! Randonauting has ruined my life. What do you think about that stuff? Um, when you first told me about it, I was very, I would say, concerned, because the videos were really, really scary to me. It was, like, very strange things that were happening to them. Oddly, would go with the thing that they were thinking about. And it's freaky. It seems very supernatural. And I kept on thinking, is this the world of energy, you know, field that we live in? It made me think about so many different things and I had to question it. And I think it is true that YouTube is trying to, you know, the YouTubers are trying to cash in on a lot of what's going on. And it's exciting. If I was a teenager and this came out, it would probably be my favorite thing to do. Because I loved, as a kid, I would always do this with, you know, my sister, my brothers. We would be like, let's go ghost hunting. Let's do... And ghost hunting for us was just going through our neighborhood and trying to feel spooky about stuff. We didn't have cell phones or <laughs> anything. Yeah, it was just your imagination. And yeah. you'd find something freaky out of nowhere. I've had so many weird experiences as a child. But your intent is to find that scary thing, and you would find it. Of course. So you don't even need the app is what is what you're thinking. I don't think you really need the app. I think that 
it gives you the location to go to, so it gives you the adventure to find that place. But as a kid, I just had my neighborhood, which was I was limited to where I could go anyways. I wasn't allowed on certain streets because of traffic, so we were always like, where can we go? It was always the woods. It was always an abandoned barn or somewhere that to us was very scary. In the article, they were kind of saying there's no science behind this. I don't know too much about it. I have an article. If anyone wants to research it, they can, but it's called the Heart Math Institute or Foundation. It talks about how they set up random number generators throughout the world. And they're affected, That you know, they're, they're set up so they are affected by energy. And they fluctuate. They document the data. And one of the things that they did find was, like, before September 11th had occurred in New York, these random number generators around the world, all at the same time, had a peak. And it was just before it happened. So their conclusion is, is and it's somewhat scientific. There is science to back it yes, up. Yes, they have science to back it up. And, of course, I'm not a scientist. I don't, like, constantly, like, look into this. But they've noticed this. When there's ever a major event, it's like everyone becomes of one mind and heart. And they talk about the heart in there, and they have a lot of knowledge about what the heart does. And it's very interesting. It's like another brain in your body. And it's very, very interesting. Uh, like attracts like. Yeah. You know, if you're looking for God, like the people that are religious, they're always looking for God. And miracles seem to always happen around them, and other people are like, that's not in my life. Yeah, like the Jesus on toast. Yeah. <laughs> so it's always happening. I have a friend that loves money. He makes so much money on betting. It's not huge amounts, but it's more than I've ever, ever would get. Like, he's making like a 1000 a week sometimes in, in doing bets. He's just really good at it, but he loves money. So I think that his mind and energy are oriented towards that, and that helps And you make a that. good point there, because... I know when I walk into a casino with a pocket full of money that I'm not afraid to lose, I win. Mm -hmm. But when I walk in and I'm down to bare bones and I'm hoping to get that big win to pay that bill, I lose it all. I mean, I don't even have enough for a hot dog when I walk out of there. I agree with that. I just, I think there is an energy level, like when you go into a room that someone just had an argument in, you feel that negative energy. It's definitely there. So I know this exists. So I feel like when they're doing this randonautica, it's basically, you don't channeling I mean, energy. Yeah, it's just channeling en- energy or putting your mind on a certain focus. It's almost like when you get a new car. I just got a Toyota Corolla not too long ago, and I never noticed Toyota Corollas in my life. But the moment I got one, I see them absolutely everywhere, that which they true. are everywhere. It's not weird, but you think it's weird because now all of a sudden you're seeing them because it somehow sets your mind open to that, and then you're noticing it. Right. The flip side of this is if you don't keep your eyes open and look for what people call coincidences or synchronicities. You, mm-hmm. You'll you never see them. It's true. I think that you have to be open to it. There's a person I know that I will have a dream about her the next day she calls me. Yeah. And that always happens. I'm like, oh, that's so weird. I had also another friend who we write instead of talk, and I would have a dream about her. And then that following day, I would have a letter come in the mail. I'd be like, holy cow, I just had a dream about her. How weird is that? Those things do happen often, but there's like a different level with this randonauting thing. Don't you think? Yeah, no, because if you do watch the videos, and some of them seem very authentic, and they're very scary. I'm like, I really did not want to do this when she first showed me these videos, because I thought, am I going to attract negative energy? Like, automatically. I really thought something bad could happen whether you wanted it or not. 
So that was a big concern for me. Well, before we go in and share our Randonauting stories, we got a caller. So let's take that caller now. Hey, Beck and Steph. I'm Dane. I'm from, I live in Baldwinsville, New York. And I want to tell you about my Randonautica adventure with my friends. It was at night time, and my friends were, they, they heard about the Randonautica where they found, like, a dead body or whatever, I think on the West Coast. And they're like, let's do it. So I get in the vehicle with them. We go. It takes us, like, probably like 10, 15 miles away from home to these woods in Radisson. It brings us on a trail about a quarter mile into the woods. We arrive at our location, and prior to arriving, we were starting to smell, like, when we were really close to our location that we were supposed to go to. We were smelling sulfur, so they were kind of sketched out about that. We get closer, and then we find a red bucket, like a, like a sand bucket you fill, and you make, like, a little sand castle on the beach. We found a little white shovel, and there was a pipe there. So my friends were instantly, like, sketched out. They're like, oh, my God, it was probably, you know, someone probably got killed or whatever. I was skeptical of it, personally, me. But I thought it was, it was definitely weird that it pinpointed that exact location. So my friends actually recorded us stumbling upon it, too, which kind of evidence as well. And during the video, when when we started moving away and started walking back, you see these red eyes. When we look back on the footage, you see, like, these red eyes in the woods. They got scared, and they hightailed it. I heard a scream, and my, my other friend heard a scream in the woods. That's also on video of, of, of a scream. I'm not sure if the, the scream was in the video, but it's us talking about it when we got out of the woods. But I was still like, skeptical about Randonautica, but I found it to be a pretty cool adventure. Um, hopefully, uh, you guys enjoy my short story. So we're using the Randonautica app, and, we, uh, and, and our intent was evil, yeah, and it took us to this fucking yeah, a, path, yeah, bro. Not. Hey, somebody record up there. You don't smell it? Oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. We're literally right on path. Yeah, I smell it. Oh, dude. What the fuck is that thing up there? Oh, shoot, this is our spot right here, actually. No way. Yeah, dude, I'm done. This shovel right here. Oh, right on target too. You see that? Touch it. Yeah, that's not conspicuous at all. Right up top. See that? Yeah. Right. Smells like sulfur, dude. I'm getting out of here. I'm getting out of here. You get lost. What's the sulfur do? Sign of that. There's a fucking scream. My camera cut off. Wrecked in the room. We're just trying to pull a sprint out of there. That was the scariest shit. What? What'd you guys hear? What? Uh, fucking well, scream. Who's this? Wait, I'm confused. Two times. <laughs> I heard it faintly, but what did it sound like to you? Fucking scream. Thanks, Dayton, for that call. We appreciate your messages, and we encourage you guys to message us. If you'd like to leave us a message, you can go to anchor.fm slash to the spirit and hit the message button. Leave us a message. There are some lazy or hesitant explorers, and what they do is they can get that pin drop in the app and use Google Earth to zoom into the location so they don't have to physically go and put themselves into harm's way. And I'm going to give you an example. One guy set his intentions for ghosts, and when he checked the Google Earth location, there was a Halloween decoration of a ghost hanging off of the porch. There's also been some synchronicity and some meaningful experiences. One Reddit user wrote, 
My very first location was where my dad's memorial service was held, which happens to be two blocks from his old house. Another Reddit user said, My intention was releasing negativity, and this was on the ground at the coordinates. There was a spray-painted sidewalk that read, Purge. Another Reddit user wrote, My intention was girlfriend, and I was brought to a chocolate shop. Another user said, Intention was alcohol. Destination was a cemetery, and the first tombstone shown our flashlight on had the name of a renowned brewery on it. My intent was musical advice. I make beats using my computer, and I've always known I need to learn how to play the keyboard and to really add melodic quality to my music. I looked for musical advice last night, and Randonautica took me to a house where I saw a Roland keyboard in the front window. Point taken, universe. I went randonauting last night and sent my intent as dog. I found a stray dog and took him home. So as you can see, there are some synchronistic, meaningful experiences. We had a few of those. Yes. So Steph and I decided to try this. And Randonautica is down right now for maintenance. So we actually used a different app. So maybe this whole intention, synchronicity, energy thing can, like you said, can be worked and used in different ways without actually needing the specific app because we did it on a different app and it still worked. Yeah. So Steph and I tried Randonautica and we wanted to go light and lovely. We didn't want to go dark and heavy. So we decided to put our intent as God. We wanted to find God. Randonautica gave us a pinpoint location, and we went to those coordinates, and it was in an average neighborhood. Suburban. Suburban, looking, yeah. rural neighborhood. Like vinyl siding houses. Yeah. <laughs> and and we thought, well, God is here in this. Yeah, I was kind of hoping that we would show up at a church or something like yeah. significant, and that brings us to a regular person's house, and I'm rolling by really slow, but then I notice on the ground next to the mailbox is a small painted rock that says, hey, he's saying hello. <laughs> and what are the odds of just this random rock? I mean, rando nodding, random. Yes, there was a rock that said, hey, when we were looking for God. Okay, okay. It could be a coincidence. It made us laugh for sure. It did. Like, that is so... It made you feel like it was weird. It know? was. It was. Then our second experience got even more interesting. Our intent was Virgin Mary. And let me interrupt. We picked these because I was terrified to pick anything else. <laughs> I thought, I'm going to pick the least negative thing you can think of because I was terrified of doing this. I was really, like, on edge. So, um, and we made a joke earlier about my niece, Therese, because we were going to have her come with us, and we thought, well, if she can't get her thoughts straight, the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man might show up like in <laughs> Ghostbusters. But anyways, uh, so yeah, we went on to go look, uh, you know, for these coordinates of the Virgin Mary. Hopefully, we're going to find her. And another extraordinary thing happened. Okay, so yeah, we're on this random quest here, Randonautica quest, and it gives us some coordinates. We decide to follow it, and the interesting thing is we're, we were brought down this road, again, another neighborhood. You know, we're looking for statues of the Virgin Mary. We're looking for, I don't know, maybe religious relics or a church. Mm -hmm. And we come upon a pond, but this pond was very elaborate. Our coordinates weren't at the pond. And you don't live far from here, so you're like, where did this come right, from? Right, I've never seen this pond in my life. I mean, this was like... This looked like a public pond. It had bridges. I mean, it was beautiful. It was landscaped. It was. It really was. Nice. And I asked her, do you think this is public or private? And I think we both decided it was private. 
So we went to the pen, which was past the pond. It was on private property, so we couldn't get back there. So we decided to hit the coordinates again, drop a new pen, and still continue our quest for the Virgin Mary. As it brought us through, I would say a couple miles from the last pin drop, we ended up on Mary Street. And not only that, which is random, we were looking for the Virgin Mary on Mary Street. There was a cross in the yard at the location, which was interesting. But I came to find out that that was the street that my father had grown up on across the river from my house currently. And I had never been there in my life. So I didn't know this until I spoke with my brother. Very odd. My father's mother's name was Mary. So that was a big coincidence on top of a coincidence. But to tie that all up, as we were going past that pond, I got a phone call from my nephew, and I booted him because we were in the middle of a randonauting adventure. And I come to find out he was fishing at that very pond we passed. And he called from the pond as he was fishing. And though it was private property, the woman had let him on and even brought him out lemonade to drink. Don't forget, though, before we got to Mary Street, we went to that dead end, and that's when we found the owl. And the owl is the one thing that the Randonaut people find, and that, what does that mean again? So the the Randonautica insignia, or on the actual logo, is an owl. And apparently, from what I had stumbled across, the owl, when people find an owl, it changes their fate. And, of course, we found an owl sitting on a shed. It was a plastic owl, but it was still strange. And I have seen that happen in videos that I had watched on YouTube. And that's when we changed our coordinates again, and then we found Mary Street, correct? Right. And and that was just, it was strange. Like, I didn't know what to think, and I wasn't scared through doing this. I was scared at the thought of it before we did it, but we still picked those benign thoughts just so that you know i'd feel more comfortable but doing the whole thing i actually liked it a lot i had a lot of fun yeah it was fun and i would do it again without an issue but if it did get creepy then i'd probably bail i would bail and it would be like yeah i'm done with this probably forever or for a long time well our last location we did an intent on halloween oh yes, yes and it brought us to the only house in the neighborhood that was fully decked out with Halloween decorations all over the front yard. Yeah, some people had a couple pumpkins, but not, like, decked out no. like Halloween This stuff. specifically brought us to the house with all the decorations, which led us to question, is there a man behind the scenes pulling the strings? I mean, is there a wizard of Google that's zooming in down on Google Earth and giving people these coordinates? I mean, we tried to think about this. But if there's 10.5 million, probably even more now, users across the world, I don't see how Randonautica, being a two-man operation, could keep up with that. Yeah, no, we we questioned that over and over again, and we're like, well, Google Maps, that is all, like, past stuff, too. It's not all, like, caught up to date. So, like, I've I've looked it up, and I've seen pictures of me from wintertime, or images of wintertime, and it's summertime. You know, like, it changes... So they're not current. It's not like they just use, you know, I don't think there's anyone there using Google Maps to try to manipulate manipulate it. Right. However, there's been some weird, strange, creepy stuff, which we'll get to in a minute. I wanted to tell you a couple humorous ones that I found. One of the Reddit users says, I just went on my first Randonautica and my intention was weed. It took us to a farm with weeds all over it. (laughs) (laughs) Poor guy. Another Reddit user said, First time randonauting this afternoon after reading an article last night. The entire time I was walking, I was muttering, Where the hell is this taking me? 
but I couldn't help but laugh as my environment kept answering me. They looked up and saw a sign that said, You are not lost, you're here. Now, of course, there are some freaky stories. A group of teenagers were randonauting in Seattle and found two dead bodies stuffed into a suitcase on their coordinates. It seems as though, based on the intentions, people end up finding everything from ritualistic paraphernalia to actual dead bodies. Some randonauts even find that there can be strange people doing strange things, or even unsavory people waiting for them at their location. Can this be a setup? Is it connected to the dark web? Or is it truly quantum mechanics? A paranormal investigator named Rob sent us over a video, and he had ended up at an abandoned, it was like a church or a house, with a little graveyard in the front, and it had homemade graves, like three of them. And I'm just going to read to you what Rob wrote, and then I'm going to play you a little bit of an audio clip from the video. So Rob wrote, The app Randonautica is fucked up. Put us at an abandoned house with three grave markers. Doing a ghost box session was crazy. Hearing banging, which sounded like it was coming from underground, was creepy. We went back to see if we could hear it again, and nothing. Strange. Here's an audio clip trimmed down of the video Rob sent us. So this app just gave us these coordinates to check out. Uh, do you think we should go there? Yeah, let's go. It is really creepy back here. I just heard a voice. I hope that got picked up on camera. Oh my god. There are grave markers here. What do you see? There's grave markers right there. Is that what those are? Yeah. One says Riley. Says what? One says Riley and the other has a B. And there's one that's down. This is Lexi. Let's do a ghost box session. So right now we have the ghost boxes set. A light. A light. There's a light on the camera. Now is the is the letter B stand for like Betty? No. No. I want to know who the B name is. Who's the the girl or the person? B. It just said B. Yeah. I get the the impression of Betty. Am I close? Yes. I'm thinking it's more Betty. Ben? Betty. Was there any type of issues here? Like any problems? Any abuse? Any type of rituals that were bad? It just said leave. Doesn't want us talking about that. It's getting colder, isn't it? Yeah. Like a lot colder. A lot colder. Oh, it's heavy right around here, actually. Getting goosebumps. What's, what's near? Oh my god, it is. I feel like we're surrounded. My camera's all blurry again, also. I just look at this, it's completely blurry. This is a. What is this? If you're interested in seeing that video, you can go to YouTube and put in App Takes Us to an Abandoned House with Grave Markers. And that was by I'm Eric Ghost Channel. Some people even reported that they believed the Randonautica app was somehow hacking their phones and even into their social media accounts. They were having strange things happening, like postings to their Facebook and Instagram weird issues. Wow. No, I don't know what to think about that. I mean, I would be 
freaked out if I was experiencing that anyhow, but the fact that they know that it was connected to what they were doing, that's pretty scary. Yeah, it's kind of like being followed. I yeah. mean, a lot of the videos I've watched, people are actually, they've, they've seen people following them. Yeah, it does make you question if there are people who are looking for those people and trying to mess with them in some way. I mean, I'm not computer literate. I don't know how to hack. I don't know how to do anything. I'm just so, wondering how they could get there on that exact timing, though. Yeah. That's what's strange to me. Yeah. You wonder if the fear brings a little bit of paranoia, you know, with it because you've been doing something spooky. Your mind's already oriented towards it. Definitely. There's a physiological thing that happens, especially if you're doing it at night. Yeah. You're going to feel like, what am I going to find? So, like someone who goes through any trauma, they've been attacked, right? Yeah. You know, they're robbed or whatever. And that fear stays with you for a long time. Those people can be suspicious a lot more than that's necessary, you know? Yeah. So I think it's just the energy again, like the, your mind is set up a certain way, and then you're attracting the stuff you don't want to happen to. Another Reddit user titled Creepy, Weird, and Strange. Last weekend, my husband's son and I intended Creepy, Weird, and Strange. It took us to a neighborhood that seemed all right, but the house right before our last turn had five people standing outside in a straight line just staring us down like we had no business being there. The actual house it led us to was no big deal. Nothing creepy, weird, or strange. But the vibes from that creepy family staring us down was enough for us to call this a win. I think that's kind of similar again to what happened when we were looking for the Virgin Mary on the second time, and we ended up finding the owl. We were looking for our intent, yet we ended up finding an owl in just, what, maybe 50 feet from the location of where our pen was. Yeah, and it was a dead end. So it's like saying... You're in a dead end. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm going to talk about uh, my experience I had with Cat today. I twisted Cat's arm into going random nodding for about an hour with me, and I tried to stay within a thousand meters. Our first intent was flowers. We Again, we're trying to keep it light and lovely. And it brought us to a house, a specific house, and in the front of this house were tons of planters of fake flowers. Now, she had thought, well, that's just such a open end. I mean, there's there's flowers everywhere. Mm -hmm. We're bound to run into flowers. But the fact that these were planters of fake flowers was really weird and that their whole front of their house was decorated with it was just random. The second uh, intent was me. I decided to try the void. For those of you that don't know, Randonautica gives you four options to choose from. Attractor, void, anomaly, and pseudo. Now, I tried all those options, and the first time I did them with Steph, we got our best results from a tractor. I found with the anomaly and the pseudo, I didn't really get anything. I was more hesitant with the void only because I noticed that most of the randonauters that do this in the dark use void and come across some really strange things. That's the one I used with Cat. I decided to look for something creepy and supernatural, and I hit the void. And it took us to a place I had never been before, and it was literally a couple miles from my house. We got to the location, and it was across the street from a house, and it was a little field with brush and trees. But there was a little, like, kind of a divot, a a walk-in little patch that was kind of cleared. And when I looked, there were poles that seemed to be, like, flat, heavy metal poles, and they were laying on the ground. Well, there was nothing strange about that, but... As I walked in closer to observe, it looked as though there was something wrapped up in either a paper bag or fabric that was the color of a paper bag, 
and it was belted with black belts to this pole. There was something definitely inside that bag. I didn't have gloves, I didn't have hand sanitizer, and I didn't have the will to go in there and open that to see what was in there. I kind of wish I did so I could tell you the rest of the story, but I don't know if I really wanted to know what was in there because I was looking for creepy and paranormal. Yeah, I saw the picture and I was like, wow, because it's wrapped in a weird way. It's wrapped to a pole, like this metal pole, and the shape of it kind of looks like a human shape, which really was freaky. I said it looks like... A baby could be in there. Yeah. Or a doll, because that's shaped or like a baby. Or a doll, baby. yeah. Or an animal, like a small animal, because it had a head and it had a body. And you're like, whoa. It made me want to go and find it. She's like, I don't know. Yeah, we find hit, it. hit a few coordinates. Because or... I would have opened it up, because I wanted to know what that was. I mean, that now that I'm out. thinking about it, I kind of want to know, but I don't, I don't know if I'd be able to find it again, because it was just so... It was Maybe in a we weird place. The weird part is, is the third pin we dropped, the third and last location, we were we decided to go for the gold and let's get let's find some cash. I mean, I've read a lot of stories about people finding cash. Why can't we? So I intended cash. And every single time I dropped a pin, and I did this several times for the cash, it would bring us to the same exact location. But it wanted us to trek into these reeds and swampy nasty marshiness and there was no way we were going in there with crocs on and shorts because of ticks snakes yeah but it made me question how come i dropped that pin literally five times and it and every time i intended cash it brought me to the same location every time it didn't do that for us when we were looking for mary yeah i'm gonna buy some high water boots and get my metal detector i'm gonna go in there (laughs) well i was just thinking that's where the gold is if i had a drone man it would be on it would be on i mean i think if you have a drone and you're random nodding you're golden yeah because then you don't have to go to the scary places yeah difficult places you can check it out before you go in there so just before we go i just wanted to mention I, i didn't get a chance to read it but there's a lot to read so if anyone is interested in the heart math institute it's a nonprofit organization, and they do the random number generators, and they have live data that you can view. And it does tell stories about how this works, actual facts about how the heart works and the energy in the heart and how it's a lot like the brain. And uh, it's very, very interesting, and that's something that I'm going to have to research more myself. We want to thank you for listening to our program about Randonautica. And if you have any stories to share with us, we're going to give you all that information now. If you'd like to listen to our program, you can find us on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at To The Spirit Pod. We also have a Facebook group where you can share called Spirit, a collective for mediums, intuitive, and ITC researchers. You can find us on YouTube at To The Spirit Pod, and you can email us at tothespiritpod at gmail.com. We'd love for you guys to reach out. In fact, we'd love for you guys to message us or get in contact with us so we could do some scare share. We'd like to open our scare mail and read your stories and share them with everyone. And until next time, I'm Beck. And I'm Steph. And And we'll we'll see see you you at the movies. Not. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. Supernatural Science. I'm ghost, 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 I'm gh
magic, magic.